Welcome to Australian Hiker. We're your hosts, Tim and Jill Savage. This is episode 51 of the Australian Hiker podcast, and the first of our three episodes on our recent Kangaroo Island trip off the coast of South Australia. Today's episode is titled, A Day on the Trail. And on this day on a trail, we undertook a a series of recordings on day three of the Kangaroo Island Wilderness Trail, and so you'll get a bit of a sense of what it's like to be on the trail. Um... Uh, we we start off a little bit sleepy in the morning and then a little bit sleepy at the end of the day, um, but there are some highlights along the way. Um, it does give you a sense of the experiences that we had and how we were feeling, and we hope you enjoy. This episode's a little bit shorter than normal, um, but it does have some interesting uh, comments and notes uh, along the way. We will pick it up at the end of the series of recordings and do a little bit of a sum up. So uh, stay tuned for the end when we'll wrap up. Good morning. It's Thursday morning, day three of our Kangaroo Island Wilderness Trail trip. It's ten past five, just lying here in the tent, just waiting for a bit more light before we get up. Um, after such a big day yesterday, I think we both had pretty good sleeps. Um, for me, it was in blocks, uh, a few hours at a time, then I'd wake up and back to sleep again. But it was a pretty good night. It was, uh, wasn't as hot as it was the night before. Um, and, uh, um, it was quite, uh, quite easy to get some sleep. Lying here now, um, the stars are out, although there is a bit of forecast to chance of rain today, so it's looking like it's going to be a, a reasonably good day overall, uh, and even the rain that has been forecast is only for one or two millimetres. So today we're, we're heading off towards the Remarkable Rocks, uh, and then the Banksia Campground tonight, uh, which is around about a, uh, uh, a five and a half, six, six and a half hour walk. Um... But yeah, overall, it was a pretty good night after a very tiring day yesterday. Yeah, had a good night, good good sleep, hadn't been sleeping so well. So uh, last night was uh, quite a pleasant surprise. Um, the temperature made it easy to sleep. Um, definitely had a big day yesterday and uh, we covered a lot of ground, but we saw, we saw some really e- interesting things and... Um, you know the the seals and the bays and the sandy beaches um, and the stunning views from the cliff tops into the southern ocean were just um, amazing and definitely worth the while. All right. So once uh, give us uh, uh, the plan is to head off to at around about seven o'clock this morning and again to try and beat the heat, which is not forecast to be as as bad today, but. Uh, rather sort of try and avoid that if we can. So we're going to get up probably in around about um, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, uh, have breakfast, uh, pack up and then head off. Talk to you later.
It's uh, 6.13 on day three. Uh, we're just sitting here having breakfast now. Um, it's reasonably light. Uh, in fact, I, I think technically we've, we've passed sunrise, but it's, uh, uh, we can't see the sun yet above the trees. Um, tree growth in this campground is, is not particularly tall. I mean, it probably at best it's maybe five, and some of the very tallest ones might be six metres in height, but most of them are much shorter than that. So it's really just a tall, uh, the typical coastal scrubby low, low tree growth that you tend to get. One thing I didn't mention um, over the last couple of days, the campsites here are very well set out. Uh, and in all honesty, I think they've actually been designed by people who have actually been hiking. Um, the toilet block uh, is, is separate from the kitchen area, which is separate from the sleeping area, which means if people want to talk uh, late into the night at uh, the kitchen area, it's well away from the campgrounds. Uh, and in fact, looking through here, I'd say it's probably around about 50, maybe 60 metres away from where we are now. The, there are 12 camp pads in the independent walkers section, uh, as well as the, uh, uh, the um, as well as the group sections as well, um, and um, the, the camp pads are probably spread about five metres away from each other at a minimum in most cases. So again, you've got a bit of privacy uh, that's going to cover. All but I think the the loudest snorers. So um, unless the campgrounds are really full, you can spread yourself out quite well. Yeah, the facilities are are great. Um, the uh, campsites are uh, along the trail, a combination of platform and raised sand um, beds. Uh, in this particular one, we're at Hakia Camp. Uh, they're all raised sand beds, um, which is, you know, e- e- easy to set your te- tent up in and um, obviously um, out of the way of uh, damp and water and anything else if there's a big rainfall. And when we say raised sand beds, it's it's fairly hard packed sand, so it's not as if you've got to try and get purchase into um, into very soft sort of sand. So I'm using uh, I've pretty well used the tent pegs that came with the tent. They're not a particularly uh, robust sort of tent peg like a, a sand peg. Um, and we've used a couple of rocks as well, just because we've got a bit lazy, and there are a couple of rocks here. All right, talk to you later on. Okay, it's 7.15. Uh, we're just about, we're all packed up, uh, ready to go. We're just about to start walking off uh, on our third day of the Kangaroo Island Wilderness Trail. Uh, and our first goal for today is Remarkable Rocks, which uh, is probably one of those iconic natural photos that once you actually see it, you recognise, uh, you recognise, but not necessarily know where it's come from. Um, reasonably good day today. It's sort of, um, it's not overly hot at the moment. Um, but um, again, the forecast was for the mid twenties today, uh, with a chance of uh, of rain. Uh, at the moment, as far as we're aware, there is no total fire ban like there was yesterday. So we had a cup of hot uh, chocolate this morning, and uh, unless that changes, we're looking forward to a warm meal tonight rather than a cold meal. Um, but it's, uh, 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 yesterday was certainly the hardest day, uh, so we're looking forward to uh, uh, something a bit easier. Uh, and apart from a remarkable rocks, there's also a uh, uh, an additional uh, side trip to one of the small beaches. So if the weather's still looking good, we might actually head down there as well. Yeah, so it does look like a good day. We are getting a little bit of um, cloud cover, but it doesn't look like rain cloud. Um, and uh, yeah, we're expecting a um, a pleasant 
stroll today. That's what we're hoping for, isn't it right, Kelly? Yes, yes. A little bit easier than yesterday <laughs> would be good. <laughs> and Kelly was saying yesterday that um, that's the longest walk she's ever done in a single day. Yep. By yeah. far, probably by double. I reckon the furthest I've ever done is ten k's. So, yes. so yeah. So yesterday was around about twenty three k's all up. So it was, uh, it was, and again, it was a it was a hard day, particularly along walking along the beach as well. So, all right. Are you looking forward to today? I am, although I'm wondering whether it's a little bit about expectations because I was expecting yesterday to be really hard, and at the end of it, I thought, okay, it was hard, but it wasn't that bad. Um, so I'm hoping that today, given I don't have expectations of it being difficult, that I suddenly go, ooh, this is really hard. All right. That's good. We'll, uh, we'll start heading off. Um, okay. So um, as I said, today um, it's, it's a fairly mild sort of day so far. Uh, there's a very, very slight breeze. Uh, and I think uh, once we actually get onto the coast proper, we'll start picking up the higher winds like we had yesterday as well. So we'll talk to you later on today. It's uh, 9.15 on day three, uh, so we've been going just on two hours and we just decided to have a break. And conveniently enough, uh, there's a, a seat here uh, believe, uh, sitting beneath a very large uh, grass tree, so I'll put a photo on that on the internet, just at the right spot. Uh, I must admit, I think, uh, I know this is a wilderness trail, but a few more seats, particularly along the cliff line yesterday, uh, would have been would have been nice just to sort of sit and take in the view. Uh, and this one's been put at the right sort of location. I actually think um, a couple of well-placed rocks is needed every couple of kilometres just so that you can sit and listen and um, see what turns up. I know when we were walking we uh, frightened away quite a few uh, kangaroos so you know maybe if we'd been sitting quietly we might, might have been able to take them in a little bit longer. It's, uh, you can just hear the bird sound in the background there. which is really rare for me. Every time I get this recorder out, the birds just stop chirping. So this one obviously hasn't got the message. So how are you going, Kelly? Um, I'm going good. Um, there are a few more rocks on this path than I would like for today after yesterday, but it's fine. I mean, it's a really lovely walk, quite different landscape-wise to the one yesterday. Um, and it was nice, obviously, getting started pretty early, so we did get to see some of the wildlife out and about. It's been fairly mild today too. It's a, definitely a, a much cooler day today, and it's much more enjoyable weather-wise. So, um, okay, next time we talk to you, should be uh, we should be at Remarkable Rocks. Talk to you later. It's uh, 10 o'clock. We're here at Remarkable Rocks on Kangaroo Island, uh, roughly, um, not quite, but almost three hours into the trip. So it's around about seven kilometres from our campground. Pretty amazing rock formation, and you know, there's some very good interpretive signage that explains uh, uh, how the rocks came about and how they were formed, and it's a quite an interesting sort of, sort of story. Um, and there's some really good rock formations surrounding the main rock area itself. We've been really lucky today. The uh, The weather conditions are excellent. Uh, the sea condition is very flat. I mean, you can't get too much flatter than it is now. Uh, yesterday, walking along the cliff line, we had some fairly strong winds, and today we've just been so lucky with it. So it's a good day to be out here and wandering around. Yeah, this is just an amazing uh, rock formation, and um, you can go right up close. Um, so it's definitely wor worth the side uh spur visit um it's it's only a short distance out of the way but absolute must if you're doing the the trail perfect day 
and such a great spot to have that morning tea or have your lunch. So think about your timing because uh, it could be quite a, you know, spectacular spot to spend a bit of time and just take in these amazing views and the rock formations. And if um, if you want to go to the, to the write-up of our Kangaroo Island trip, I'll post some photos of this uh, just so you can see what it looks like. Bye for now. Okay, it's uh, 12.45 on day three of a Kangaroo Island wilderness trip, and we've just um, got into Banksia Campground, so it's just time for lunch. Uh, the trip from Hakea Campground to Banksia Campground took us just on um, under five and a half hours, and that was including a reasonable stop at uh, Remarkable Rocks as well. So that was roughly about halfway through the trip. Uh, we spent probably a good hour there just having a look around, taking some photos. Uh, it's a pretty amazing sort of site, so I think it's definitely one of the highlights of the trip so far. So even though it's an optional extra, it's definitely something that's well worth doing. We were actually going to go to um, the beach this afternoon, Sanderson's Beach, uh, but in talking to Mark from the Western uh, KI Caravan Park, he said it's more a beach to look at rather than to swim. Uh, and he said, tomorrow we've got access to a beach that we can swim at. So we decided not to opt for the beach this afternoon, but just to have a bit of a rest instead. It has actually picked up a bit of temperature and a bit of heat. So um, uh, it's nice just sitting here in the uh, the kitchen shelter area, um, having lunch and uh, uh, just having a bit of a rest. Yeah, it's been a great day, great um, uh, things to see, remarkable rocks. Um, I'm sure they get this a lot. Uh, remarkable um, and we did spend probably more time than we had planned uh, to spend there um, the walk into uh, from there to banks here camp is just lovely it's around the co- coastline and again more seals and some stunning coastline and and uh, beautiful cliffs and uh, the sea was a bit uh, calmer today than it has been so a few crashing waves but uh, not too much of a spectacular show. So, yeah, all in all, a pretty good day. And, again, as, as I said, the weather has really only started to heat up uh, around about sort of 11 o'clock onwards, so it was reasonably mild this morning. Um, so the trip along the coastline uh, from Remarkable Rocks was quite good. A few seal colonies. Uh, again, we came close to the ocean as well. And I think in this case here, the path probably came closer to the edge of the cliff than, <laughs> than it does on any of the other, or certainly any of the trip uh, we've done so far. Um, but yeah, and it, it really surprises me how blue and clear the water is. I think we've been really lucky with the way the weather conditions have been. All right, so that's it. We'll talk to you later on today. It's seven forty-seven. Uh, we've just gone through and had dinner. Uh, Bit of a change from last night. We could actually uh, uh, boil water because the total fire ban had gone. So it's nice to have a warm meal. Uh, and now we've just sort of packed up and got ourselves ready uh, for the next day. So we've just uh, just headed off to bed um, for another early night. Yeah, so it's um, 
good end to a day. The weather's still lovely. Uh, the sun hasn't gone down yet. Um, that's probably another maybe 15 minutes or so and hopefully we'll get to to see that. It might take a little bit longer. Um, but quite pleasant. Um, it's cooled down but not not excessively so and uh, we can hear a huge amount of bird song in the background. So um, it's a lovely way to end the end the day on the trail. I think it's uh, looking like it's going to be a much cooler night than it has been the last few nights, so it should hopefully be a bit easier to get to sleep. Okay, that's us for today. Bye. So I hope you enjoyed our day on the trail. Um, along the way, you would have heard Kelly, um, our friend, uh, who came multi-day hiking for the first time ever. Uh, she mentioned that uh, on one of the days, day two, uh, she had done more than double her ever um, longest hiking day. Um, so big achievement for her. And um, we'll talk a bit uh, more about this, but uh, Kelly was doing the hike in a slightly different way to us. We were carrying all our gear um, uh, food, water, and shelter. Uh, Ke- Kelly had the pleasure of having her uh, pack her tent and her food and clothing uh, delivered to camp each day and collected up uh, the following day and delivered to the next camp. So she had a slightly different experience that we'll talk about um, uh, another time. But um, I guess it just does prove that you can do this sort of thing um, in any way you choose to do. So we chose to do it carrying all our own gear. That's not the only way. And we'll talk a bit more about some of the other ways that you can do it. And in our two upcoming episodes, our next episode will actually be interviews from the trail where we'll be talking to one of the service providers uh, to give you some indication of what the options are available. Uh, and that will be followed by um, our final episode on the Kangaroo Island Trail, which is reality versus expectations, just to give you an overview of how we found the trail uh, and what our recommendations are. One of the things that um, did surprise me, and I know that we get a little bit of um, feedback about using the word surprised, but um, it did surprise me that um, we we had some people who uh, started on the same day that we did but didn't take up the opportunity of doing uh, the spur offshoots and the uh, additional uh, kilometres, if you like. Um, Some of those additional kilometres were very, very low. Uh, An example was Remarkable Rocks, and there was one uh, couple uh, who were visiting from overseas, and they didn't... They didn't take advantage of the opportunity to go and see Remarkable Rocks, even though it was a really short distance out of their way. And, you know, I think that would have been just a bit of a disappointment if they'd realised what they'd missed. One of the things we weren't quite sure of, because we were surprised when we got to Banksia Camp at the end of the day and and they were already there, even though we had left before them, um, they did have a car to come back to, to pick up at the um, the. the um, visitor centre at the uh, the National Park, and it may well have been that they were going to drive there after their walk, uh, but certainly for us, I mean, walking was part of the experience, but it's it's really horses for courses, it's what you feel like doing, uh, but for us, we're really glad we spent the time at Remarkable Rocks. 
I think all up, we probably spent about an hour, hour and 20 minutes there and it could have very yeah. easily spent uh, half a day there. It was really quite an amazing site. We had spectacular weather. I think one of the things that really surprised me, I think I had an expectation that Remarkable Rocks was close to the, the ocean and it is, but it's actually quite high above the ocean and there's warning signs saying, do not go beyond this point. And when you sort of look down in that direction, it's quite a, a long drop down towards the ocean itself. So that was a bit of a surprise there. You're using that word again, Tim. I, I am, I know. Um, the other thing with Remarkable Rocks as well is uh, as we'd walked off and gone sort of half an hour's walk and turned back, you could see Remarkable Rocks for quite a way along the coastline. And it was probably only until probably the last hour, hour and a half. Yeah, when that, we turned inward a little bit to um, go to the camp, we turned inland. And, that, and that's when that's when we lost sight of it. But it was amazing how, how visible it was for so far along the coastline. And you realise looking back that it's almost up the top of the cliff. It's only the way you walk down there, you, you feel like you're heading down towards the ocean, and you are, but it's just it's still quite a way above the ocean itself. So that was quite an interesting sort of process there. In our next episode, we're actually going to be talking to um, one of the representatives from the National Park. But one of the things that's, uh, that's interesting with this trail is there's a maximum number of people that can stay at each campground. And one of the advantages of doing it at this time of the year or during the, the hot season in, in December, January, is the campgrounds tend not to be full. So on the day we started... That's because people are smart enough to spend time <laughs> with family um, at Christmas and uh, or, and or not go out in the heat. <laughs> I don't know. I think it could be an excuse to get away from family. Um, so there was seven of us that started on uh, on the 26th of December, uh, which is Boxing Day for, for those with British backgrounds. Um, and, uh, you know, we had a lot of space in the campground. Uh, and it would be interesting to see what it's like in the high season when there's the maximum number of walkers, uh, both self-guided and guided, filling up the campground. And potentially, you know, you're ending up with quite large numbers of people. So I think we were lucky there having the small numbers of people to deal with. Yeah, and the the other interesting aspect was that there were no group tours. I, I think they're probably finishing just ahead of us and starting just after us. Um, so we definitely did have the the campground to ourselves, and uh, you know the 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 group sites were great opportunities to spread yourself even thinner. Now, I think one of the things we mentioned, um, as you would have listened to some of the uh, the interviews or some of the, our um, musings on the way through, was we one of the issues for, for, with walking in the middle of summer is we actually had a total fire ban on one of the days, and this was the day before this this series of day in the trail interviews or recordings. And what that meant was uh, that was on the Wednesday, and it meant from twelve o'clock. Uh, midnight to 12 o'clock midnight for the entire Wednesday, there were no fires of any type allowed, and that's including gas stoves. So here were, here were, was us coming through with um, meals that needed rehydrating or needed cooking, uh, and I'd always wanted to try the freeze-dried meals uncooked, and we we were selective, and certainly are they you know it's nice to have that hot warm meal in your stomach at the end of the day, but it was certainly passable and certainly okay to have them have them uncooked. Uh, one of the things that Tim always writes in the the meal reviews is that there isn't any reason why you can't have them cold. Um, I think having done it now in real life, uh, 
I've probably got a few reasons why you wouldn't want to do it, um, but it was okay. I mean, if it was, you know, a choice between eating nothing or eating a, a freeze-dried meal cold, you'd go cold, but yeah, you wouldn't want to do it too often, I don't think. The other thing we went through and mentioned as well was the uh, the quality of the campgrounds. This is only a fairly new trail. Uh, the campsites have only really been completed a little over 12 months or so ago, probably about 15 months. Um, they have spent a lot of money building some very, very good campgrounds. We've done the Larapenta Trail. We've done the Overland Track. And if you're interested in those, we've got podcasts on those. But um, these these campgrounds were spectacular. And as I said, they were designed by someone who has hiked before. Uh, and as a result, you've got plenty of space. You're not jammed in on top of each other. So they really were very, very well done. Yeah, it is a, a case of uh, build it and they will come. And um, one of the things that you'll hear from um, the representative in uh, one of our future podcasts on the Kangaroo Island Wilderness Trail is uh, about the is from the National Parks uh, Service and uh, what they're trying to do with the trail and how they're trying to encourage people to um, visit. But you know, from what we saw, and I hope from the experience of the day on the trail, you get a sense of what it's like. Um, you know, there's some. Uh, hard bits, probably not some outrageously hard bits, but, uh, you know, worthwhile. You, you definitely know that you've had a bit of a hike. Um, and, you know, definitely a great opportunity to see some amazing coastline in a very remote part of Australia. Okay, that's all for today's episode, A Day on the Trail, Kangaroo Island Wilderness Trail. As mentioned, our next episode will be a series of interviews from the trail with both hikers, service providers, and the park service themselves, just to give you a bit of an overview of what the trail is like. The following episode, which will be released the week after, will be, as I mentioned, our expectations versus reality. Uh, now, during this uh, podcast, we did actually mention that we'll be doing a write-up, uh, as this podcast is released, the write-up will be uh, uh, go up online about a week later. So if you're listening to this uh, podcast in early January 2018, give us about another week uh, before you go through and read the written write-up of the full trail. As always, this podcast is available to be listened through our website, uh, via SoundCloud, through iTunes and Stitcher Radio, or your podcast provider of choice. If you have the time, please go through and rate us on iTunes. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. That's all for this week. Bye for now. And bye from me.